0: All you New Yorkers. You see, taxi. Okay, this is the 77 WABC Minicast. Welcome. I'm Roger Stone, your genial host here at the Roger Stone Show, and you're tuned in to 77 WABC Radio. We are the crown jewel of AM Radio. For the next two hours from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, we talk politics, news, history, style, food, and a lot more. Now, as a veteran of politics for over 45 years, you build a certain network of contacts. And I was surprised when a contact I have in Israel, someone extraordinarily capable and connected in Israeli politics, told me that prior to the airstrikes by the United States in Iraq and Syria, that our national security agency told the Iranians about the location and timing of the strikes so that they could move their key military and intelligence personnel out of harm's way. I was told by my extraordinarily reliable source that the information was passed from National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan to the Qataris, who then in turn passed it on to the Iranians. I uh, wouldn't be reporting this to you except for I then heard from a former United States senator who has an extraordinary amount of credibility that he heard the exact same thing from his contacts within the Iranian resistance. What kind of war is this? Why do we reportedly now have 3,000 troops in the region along the border in the north, along uh, with the Kurds? The Department of Defense announced that the bombing raids were carried out by two B-1 bombers sent from a base in Texas. Uh, They were required actually to stop to refuel once. Do we have no bombers in our bases in the Middle East or Europe? This makes about as much sense as unfreezing $100 billion in assets for Iran and thinking that they will not use it to fund Islamic terrorism. Uh, In the meantime, according to the New York Post, Joe Biden is reported to be furious uh, at Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu Uh, calling him an effing idiot uh, because this war is starting to cost Sleepy Joe votes. Indeed, uh, a new NBC poll has the Democrats in an extraordinary panic. Donald Trump has actually now posted his largest lead yet against President Biden in a new poll that was released today. Overall, the voters gave incumbent Biden his lowest marks across the board. Trump, who is seventy seven years old, uh, ranked at forty seven percent to forty two percent over Biden, who is eighty one with registered voters. That makes an increase from a previous forty four to forty six to forty four edge that was recorded in November. This is the biggest lead NBC has ever had. In the 16 polls they have done testing trump versus biden uh, now you see precisely why the democrats are in this kind of panic biden has spe- really pegged a re-election uh, to bidenomics uh, has been pointing to the newly posted job numbers the January jobs report appeared to be a blockbuster with 353 net job creations, which was almost double the estimates of 180,000 jobs. But housing expert and economic uh, guru Barry Habib sent me a very interesting email. Here's his analysis. He says that a deeper look takes it, tells a much different story. The Bureau of Labor Statistics use seasonal adjustments to smooth out these numbers to take into account changes that may not normally occur during different times of the year. The adjustment for January is often large because of the drop-off of holiday hires who are temporary. So, Barry says, let's look at the raw numbers. Now, right from the Bureau of Labor Standards report, it shows that we actually lost in real numbers two million six hundred and thirty five thousand jobs but then again because of the magic keystroke of seasonal adjustments the actual and true number of jobs lost was to make it look as if we had actually gained three hundred and fifty three thousand jobs this seasonal adjustment was a whopping 2988000 This is kind of convenient for an administration with its lowest approval ratings and also happens to just come before the State of the Union, where Joe, no doubt, will really pump these numbers. Unfortunately, the weakness does not stop there. The number of hours worked per week plummeted to 34.1%. This is the lowest number of hours worked in 14 years, including during the depths of the pandemic. That means that the entire labor force is working one half hour less per week on average compared to a year ago. The correct way to view all this is to take the relative reduction in hours worked and multiply it by the labor force, which is equivalent to 2.4 million job losses over the last year. Now there's much more in this report to pick apart but we'll leave you with just one more statistic. The January report shows that 63,000 full-time jobs were lost and they were replaced by 96,000 part-time jobs. It gets much worse when you look at the past three months. We've lost an astounding 1.4 million full-time jobs while adding 900,000 part-time jobs. Now, while some in the media don't understand this, the truth about the job situation in America is not that great. Immigration continues to lead the nation as the number one concern. The incident in New York City, where a group of illegal migrants beat up two New York City police officers and were then released without bail has shocked the city the state uh, and the nation it's not really surprising that americans are upset about the illegal immigrant uh... what would you call it uh, invasion of america uh... now follow that with news that mayor eric adams has approved a fifty three million dollar plan to give preloaded credit cards to illegals to buy food, well, it adds insult to injury. You can see why uh, Republicans are particularly upset about a new proposal uh, that has been put forward by Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, uh, and Oklahoma Senator James Lankford that is called a border security bill but that bill would actually allow 5,000 illegal immigrants per day to enter and work in the United States. The figure that therefore translates to 155,000 illegal immigrants per month, which turns it, then in turn is an annual total of 1.8 million illegals. You can see why no one actually believes that this is a border security bill. But the quick shift in Joe Biden's position is notable. Only weeks ago, Secretary uh, of Homeland Security Mayorkas uh, and the White House spokesman, uh, Ms. Jean-Pierre, were telling us that the border was secure.